the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com. It's the Tim DeMoss Show, a little bit after 4. Thank you for tuning in. Forecast calling for a cloudy evening with a low down to 20. Tomorrow still kind of cloudy. Maybe a little light snow and or rain mixed in later in the day and evening. Tomorrow's high 40. Low dropping to 30. Flyers lost 5-3 to uh, Washington. They're at the Islanders on Saturday. Sixers lost a close one, 108-107 to Chicago. They're at Houston tomorrow. Phil's lost as well, so everyone's on the same uh, level there. <laughs> 9-7 to Toronto. Spring training action. They're playing the Yankees this afternoon. Uh, also in sports, interestingly enough, in the football world, the Chicago Bears signed a kicker whose name is Chris Blewett. Chris Blewett. Like, I'm not sure you want your kicker's last name to be Blewett, <laughs> but that's what it is. They are releasing a Cody Parkey, who, of course, hit, 37 uprights last year. And that's how the Eagles managed to win that first wild card game. And uh, LeBron James, 31 points last night, puts him into fourth place all time. Kind of cool passing none other than Michael Jordan to move into fourth place ahead of him. Kobe Bryant, Carl Malone and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar up top. Uh, LeBron's about 6,000 points from the top of the heap into 34 years old. You'd like to think he has time to get there coming up. Uh, April 25, we have that pastor's appreciation breakfast you've been hearing about. A.R. Bernard, our guest speaker that day. He's the senior pastor of the Christian Cultural Center in Brooklyn, New York, and host of the A.R. Bernard radio program. You can catch every weekday afternoon at 3 on WFIL. Going to have great food that day, a time of worship, a really wonderful opportunity for mutual encouragement, too, for pastors to come together and compare notes, do a little networking, and pray for each other. Imagine that. And workshops as well. All of it is free. So if you're a pastor, sign up. If you're not a pastor, let your pastor know. Just click the Pastor's Appreciation Breakfast banner at WFIL.com. We are, in the meantime, very much looking forward to having Pastor A.R. Bernard joining us here in just a little bit. He'll spend some time with us this hour, talk a bit about that breakfast, but also talk about what it's like to be a pastor and uh, give some initial wisdom even from now. Both sides of things, too. I have a few questions I want to ask that have to do with what it's like to be a pastor, but also what it's like to be in the congregation so we can kind of step in each other's shoes a bit. So that's coming up in a little while. We also have Mike, uh, a new CD for Michael W. Smith to hand out. It's called Awaken. just came out recently, and we'll have something, uh, you know, that we'll have that disc to pass out for you as well later in the hour. And in the meantime, as uh, we often do, we hand out free gift cards to Duncan and Wawa, your choice, uh, courtesy of Briner Chevrolet in Jenkintown. So we'll start things off with that. If you'd like to win a, a, a gift card to Wawa or Duncan, give me a call right now. 800-560-WFIL. 800-560-9345. We'll take a random winner to win one. It's fun to give things away. It's true. And if you're not in the uh, in the habit of calling, 
have our number handy because we do this pretty much every day. 800-560-9345. And we'll take a random caller to win right now with WFIL. Let's hop over to the phones and uh, see who we have. Hello. Good afternoon. Hi. What's your name? Karen. And where are you from, Karen? Philadelphia. Hey, would you like to win? I would love to win. That would be great. I really enjoy your show. Well, good. We're glad that you're there, and we'll get your address and send it out to you. You have a preference? Oh, thank you so much. Sure. Either one okay with you, or you go to something? Uh, Either one is fine. Okay. Whatever. It's just a real (laughs) blessing. Thank you. You're more than welcome. Hang on one second, and uh, Joe, get your info off the air. Uh, One other note for you in terms of... the, the giveaway we do. We also give away those gift cards by text. So if you would like to put yourself in the running, kind of a one and done thing where you don't have to think about it at all, text your first and last name, where you're from, and W or D for Wow or Duncan, and then we'll just keep you in there. And we draw winners out of that all the time too. So you don't have to do it every day. Just put it in there once, and then perhaps your name will be drawn. The number for the text line is 610 500 Dove, 610 500 3683. This is for King and Country, AM560, WFIL.com.
560 WFIL, WFIL.com. Great song there uh, called Fix My Eyes for, for King and Country. Hebrews 12, 1 and 2 says, Since we are sur- uh, surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. And let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and author and perfecter of our faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Hebrews 12, 1 and 2. Hopefully this program and this radio station provides fuel for you, so to speak, and helps you uh, take a step day by day. It's not easy sometimes. Other days, not so hard, perhaps. But either way, we want to be here for you and hope that uh, it is a radio station that is a blessing to you and challenges you and encourages you in your faith. We'll be back in just a moment. We're going to take a short break, and we have A.R. Bernard, who's going to do all those things at our pastor's breakfast next month on Thursday, the 25th of April. Uh, details about that pastor's breakfast and the ability to register at WFIL.com. Back in just a moment with Pastor A.R. Bernard on AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com. You're listening to The Tim DeMoss Show. Thanks for tuning in. It's The Tim DeMoss Show podcast, available at WFIL.com. Thanks for listening. It's 414 AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com. Listening to the Tim DeMoss Show. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoy the program, feel free to tell a friend about it and also help yourself to the podcast. We have that up and running usually within an hour of the show each day. Got uh, dozens of them at WFIL.com. Coming up on Thursday, April 25, we have a pastor's appreciation breakfast going on. We have it every year. It's always a blessing. And we're looking forward to uh, having A.R. Bernard join us there. Hello, sir. Well, I'm looking forward to being there. We're uh, anticipating several hundred pastors to be in attendance at the breakfast on April 25th, which is a Thursday. What's it like for you, or how do you approach addressing a crowd that's obviously a lot smaller than, in a way, it's intimate, even though it's several hundred people, but it's uh, not a general congregation. It's made up solely of pastors. What, how do you approach you know, a, a, a group like that? Well, you know, size of the crowd doesn't matter to me. I started with four people back in 1978, and I I preached to them like I was preaching to a thousand. Uh, No, it's a matter of intimacy. It's a matter of connecting, uh, understanding the audience, what their needs are, building a relationship with them quickly, and then sharing uh, what I could to better their lives, their ministry, their work, their relationship with God. Yeah. Yeah, A.R. Bernard is our guest on the Tim DeMoss Show, WFIL and WFIL.com. Your story you were mentioning there, actually, I remember when we talked a couple months ago, involved the church kind of growing and being a pastor out of a simple Bible study, right? So everybody has a different path. Some may go to seminary, and they really want to get into it. For you, was it kind of like, I guess this is where God's taking us? Yeah, you know, I was in the banking industry for 10 years, and midway I had my epiphany. Uh, came to Christ out of the Nation of Islam, and then ended up uh, on a pathway to ministry and started a small Bible study at the bank that I was working at 
and then that shifted over into ministry outside of the bank and following the traditional Pentecostal method, uh, which was the context that I was in, you know, we started a small storefront church in the Williamsburg section of Brooklyn, and with just a handful of people. Hmm. And that's where we started. It's grown and grown, and God continues to bless it. We're chatting with Pastor A.R. Bernard. He is pastor of the Christian Cultural Center in Brooklyn, New York, also hosts the A.R. Bernard radio program, which you can catch every weekday. Uh, a little before this program airs, from 3 to 3.30 on WFIL, and he'll be the guest speaker for WFIL's annual Pastors Appreciation Breakfast Thursday, April 25th. The registration for that's available now at WFIL.com. You mentioned it a minute ago as you're you know, having several hundred pastors in a room. I don't know if this gets into a sneak peek of sorts at what might be part of your words that day, or just how would you help best as you can so that those pastors leave better for it, and they're able to go back to their congregations? Well, I would pull from the 40 years of ministry uh, that my wife and I have been engaged in uh, here in New York and, of course, globally in, in our outreach. And uh, you learn a few things along the way. <laughs> yeah. And most importantly, you learn how to manage continuity and change, especially in the world that we're in, where change is taking place so rapidly. You learn that change is the only constant in life, but it's happening at a much faster pace in life today. So we have to make adjustments to pop culture, which is the shifting mood of society, and how that impacts the church and the way we do ministry. This millennial generation now, you know, they want their faith experience to be relevant, which means they want it to be practical, they can use it on a day-to-day basis in every aspect of life. But they also want it to be socially applicable, which means that they want to be able to make sense of the world around them, politically, spiritually, morally, socially, through the lens of their faith. So that requires us as pastors and spiritual leaders to be very broad in our understanding of how the Word is to be applied. It's not just a religious institution, the church, but we must see the church as a social cultural institution. Pastor A.R. Bernard is our guest on the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com. And I remember when we talked last time, and folks may have seen this you know, online, about the uh, affordable housing development project in the community, that the big deal, uh, it's a, I think you said it's going to take perhaps seven, eight, nine years. It's a really big project. But maybe for those who missed the other conversation we had, you could just kind of explain that a little bit and how that's an example of what you just said, that the role of a pastor does involve more than strictly uh, maybe just talking and preaching about the Word of God. Right. Uh, again, the Church must be seen as a social-cultural institution. You know, if we look back at the 13th century in Europe, the way cities emerged is that they first built the Church, and then they built the city around the Church. Hmm. So the Church was a central influence. For us, the concept of an urban village where the church is central, uh, goes back to that 13th century model. So we are launch, uh, launching a $1.2 billion development project of 2,100 residents of mixed income with commercial, retail, uh, and educational building, as well as a performing arts center, all in a 10.5-acre complex. We're very excited about it. 
And we believe it's part of our role to invest in and develop the quality of life of the communities that we serve. Yeah, and it really sounds like the way that we would want things to go to that play our faith out in, in everyday life. Uh, because I remember, I think you mentioned in our conversation back in January that it's uh, it's much more than just affordable housing, a place to live. It's a place to live. <laughs> like it's bigger than that. Experience more than just a, a, put, a place to put your head at night. Yeah, it's a livable, walkable community with interconnected relationships, designing intentionally how people communicate, how they interact with each other, what they think, the quality of life, and most importantly, we want sustainability. Because too often, when you talk about affordable housing, it's done in a way that there's only one income band that doesn't allow for upward mobility, and sustainability and is dependent upon government and government intervention. We don't want that. Pastor A.R. Bernard, our guest, is the Tim DeMoss Show, AM560, WFIL, WFIL.com. Again, Pastor Bernard is going to be our guest speaker at the Pastor's Appreciation Breakfast next month on Thursday, April 25. The uh, registration for that is available at WFIL.com. Totally free. Uh, it's happening. Like, people are signing up quite a bit. So if you're thinking about it, don't think too long. Get yourself in there. If you're not a pastor, let your pastor know. Quick nudge in the ribs and say, hey, go to this thing. Time of encouragement, great food, worship. And again, A.R. Bernard, our guest speaker. We'll continue our chat with him in just a couple moments on AM560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560 WFIL? Email D at WFIL.com. 425. Tim DeMoss Show, AM560, WFIL, WFIL.com. Continue our conversation with Pastor A.R. Bernard in a second. Just want to let you know, a little later on this hour, we're going to feature a song from the new Michael W. Smith album. It's called Awaken, and we'll have a copy of that to hand out. So have our toll-free number ready to go at that time, 800-560-WFIL. It's 800-560-9345. We'll ask you to call in a little later on in our program. But we continue our conversation with Pastor Bernard. As you think about being a pastor uh, in New York, uh, how that might be different, obviously, from being a pastor in Los Angeles or uh, Raleigh, North Carolina, or Canton, Ohio, for example. So what's it like just to, you know, every day for you, the, the, the folks who come to the church that you're working with and, and the challenges you have and the, and the blessing you have of also working with New Yorkers specifically? Well, I will tell you, you're either called to New York or you're not. <laughs> you, don't, you don't stumble on New York. You know, all ministry is contextual. It really depends on the context, the location, the geography, the educational level, the economic level, the culture that you're in. And New York is quite diverse, multicultural. We have over 8,500 Protestant churches in New York City doing ministry. Hmm. And New York is very in-your-face and fast-paced. So, and also, remember, we're a financial capital, we're a uh, fashion capital, of the country and sometimes the world. So uh, we, we have to understand the need to be aware of what's happening around us in the culture and the impact that the culture has on the church. People are comparing the church the way they do other things in life now as an experience. What do they experience when they go to church? And that's how they judge the churches that they're willing to attend. You know, our generation, the baby boomers and even the Gen Xers, and the, the generation before the baby boomer generation, when we thought about faith and our commitment to faith, 
the church and our faith became central to our lives. And then we built our life around that centrality. But in this generation, they think more in terms of how can they fit faith and church into their lifestyle. Hmm. That's a big difference when it's not central, you know? Yeah. So the church has to be conscious of that and understand how do we relate to this new thinking in this generation. Pastor A.R. Bernard, our guest, he's the pastor of the Christian Cultural Center in Brooklyn, New York, also host of the A.R. Bernard radio program, which is weekday afternoons from 3 to 3.30 on WFIL, and he'll also be the guest speaker for WFIL's annual Pastors Appreciation Breakfast coming up Thursday, April 25th. The registration for that online at WFIL.com. Whether you are a pastor in New York and all of those things you just described, or whether you're maybe a pastor from somewhere in New Jersey that's a little more rural or Pennsylvania or in the heart of Philadelphia, there's all kinds of dynamics, people who will be there that day at that pastor's breakfast. What are some things that you believe in general, regardless of where you're a pastor, that the Lord would emphasize as being important qualities in a pastor? Uh, Again, it goes back to managing continuity and change, because change is constant. Not only cultural changes, but changes in the demographics of your own congregation. You know, the tendency is that the pastor will draw people that are 10 years older than him and 10 years younger than him or Hmm. her. Yeah. And that's a 20-year age range, which is great, but they tend to age together. And if the church does not design itself to capture the ages above that range and below that range, then the church over time can age out. So we have to think generationally when it comes to sustainability of our ministry. And that's one of the things that we need to be aware of, and that's true of any context that you may be in. Pastor A.R. Bernard, our guest on the Tim DeMoss Show, AM560 WFIL, WFIL WFIL.com. What do you think about the... um appropriateness, I guess, or just how a pastor has to be in terms of having friends in the congregation. I, I, you know, sometimes think about my pastors. Are they lonely uh, because they can't quite be one of the guys or should they be one of the guys? And kind of what's the proper dynamic, would you say, in terms of a a pastor and the uh, members in the congregation, if that makes any sense? Well, I think, yeah, it goes back to the words of Solomon in his prayer when he asked the Lord to give him wisdom to go in and out from among the people. He understood that there were two relationships, one that was close, that required a certain rapport, intimacy, interaction, but also one that was removed in order to provide leadership, because you can't be one of the boys and a leader at the same time. There has to be an understanding of the spatiality of relationship between those that lead and and those that follow that leadership. I look forward to unpacking that to help leaders understand how do you do that? How do you manage that? You know, in some places it can become uh, so personal that the pastor can be in the minds of the congregants reduced to a peer level and lose that pastoral authority that is necessary to lead Hmm. because you have to be able to speak the truth to people. And that sometimes may mean offending them uh, in some way. You try to do it warmly, with love, gently, but you have to be in a position to speak the truth to them. And if the relationship is so close and so intimate that you can't speak that truth to them, then you fall short of your pastoral responsibility. What are, what are things that uh, members of a congregation in general, then, could do to support their pastor and or understand the responsibilities that a pastor has, and then, you know, participate accordingly and 
you know, show up on time, for example. <laughs> but beyond that. <laughs> <laughs> if you've got the secret to that, I want to know. <laughs> and whatever pastor out there has it, I want to know. I mean, daylight you know, savings time. That's what it is. People <laughs> show up. Hey, sit up half an hour yeah. late. We're half an hour early. Uh, people are people, and I think you will have those. In our church, people tend to get there early because they, they want to get a seat. Uh, but that is not true of every church. And we still, even in our church, have those who just, you know, are habitually late. People are at all different levels of growth, development, maturity, understanding. And as a, as a pastor, as a leader, you have to appreciate that, understand that, and know that it's your job to help them move from one level of life to another, from the level of understanding and responsibility and discipline to another. That's what we do. Grateful to have Pastor A.R. Bernard, our guest. He's the pastor of the Christian Cultural Center in Brooklyn, New York, and our guest speaker for the upcoming Pastors Appreciation Breakfast, Thursday, April 25. Totally free if you're a pastor. Sign yourself up. If you're not a pastor, let your pastor know. Going to have great food that day, time of worship, opportunities for mutual encouragement, of course, with other pastors and workshops, too. And again, the entire thing is free. Forecast calling for a low of 20 tonight with clouds. Tomorrow still kind of cloudy and light snow possible and or rain, uh, depending on the, you know, when it comes. And the temperature 40 the high tomorrow, 30 the low tomorrow night. Flyers, Sixers, Phillies all lost yesterday. They'll try and get back on track in the next day or so. Phillies playing the Yanks this afternoon. And the Flyers are home, or sorry, they're at uh, the Islanders uh, on Saturday. A couple days to uh, wait for that. Sixers are at Houston tomorrow. Kind of fun. Uh, Chicago Bears signing a kicker whose last name is Blewett. <laughs> not, the, not what you would think you'd want in a kicker. Uh, but that's, I mean, sure. It doesn't have, I'm, sure he'll, I'm sure he'll be fine. It's just kind of ironic. Uh, and LeBron James scoring 31 points last night. Moving past a guy you may have heard of, Michael Jordan. For fourth on the all-time scoring list, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Carl Malone, and Kobe Bryant are 1-2-3 ahead of LeBron James, who's about 6,000 from being the all-time leader and probably knowing how how he scores, it's probably three or four years down the road, but likely to be on top of the pile before it's all said and done. Short break. We'll come back and conclude our chat with Pastor A.R. Bernard, Tim DeVos Show, AM560, WFIL, and WFIL.com. Live and local, it's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM560, WFIL, and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. It's 4.37. Listening to the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com. Just a couple quick reminders uh, coming up in a little bit. We're going to uh, give you a, sample, a sampling, I should say, of the new Michael W. Smith CD. It's called Awaken. Give you some info on that and give a copy of that away. So be ready for that as we come down the home stretch of the program and also, as you're listening in, you're welcome to help yourself to podcasts of the program. We get those up uh, within the first hour of the program being done. The hardest working producer in Philadelphia radio, Joe Harnett, uh, spearheading that effort every day. So help yourself to that. Download, listen online, whatever you like, and feel free to share that on social media, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but in any case, we're uh, chatting with Pastor A.R. Bernard. He is the uh, senior pastor of the Christian Cultural Center in Brooklyn, New York host of the A.R. Bernard radio program. You can hear every weekday afternoon at 3 on WFIL. And again, the Pastor's Appreciation Breakfast is Thursday, April 25. Registration is open. 
We have triple digits, folks. They've already over 100 pastors already signed up for this, and we have a certain limit to this. So get don't think too long about it. If you're a pastor, just jump over there. It's a free event. We'd love to have you. The, the breakfast will be included. Everything is free. Time of worship, opportunities to do some networking, some encouraging, some praying with the others and all that, and some workshops too. Everything's free. A chance to affirm you, encourage you in your walk, and Pastor Bernard is going to uh, you know, do some good good words those day, that, that day and do some challenging. I'm just thinking through the different things that a pastor might have to do in general as well, uh, the ability to teach and, and encourage and listen and even delegate too. Is there a particular area that you find most challenging? Well, we have a set of four timeless fundamentals upon which our ministry is built. Number one, our core values, which is faith, family, education, and community, giving back. And our core purposes are clear. Your core values tell you what to think, and your core purposes tell you what to do. So that becomes a guide. The third core value is a relentless drive for progress. We never want to become complacent or satisfied or feel that we've arrived. So we're always trying to find new and innovative and creative ways, more efficient and effective ways, of doing what we do in ministry. But the fourth core value speaks to what you just asked. And number four is strength beyond the presence of any one individual. And that requires delegation. That requires having a backup for each position, for each person. So that, like they say, you know, on the street, one monkey doesn't stop the show. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Pastor A.R. Bernard is our guest. Looking forward to having him. He's our guest speaker coming up at the Pastor's Appreciation Breakfast on Thursday, April 25th. Registration available for that, WFIL.com. He's also host of the program, the AR uh, Bernard Radio Program, 3 to 3.30 weekdays on WFIL, and also pastor of the uh, Christian Cultural Center in Brooklyn, New York. And I'm thinking, on a very practical note, mentioning the pastor's breakfast, are you a walker when you when you speak, or do you stay fairly stationary? Uh, you know, I have evolved over time. And I've gone through certain postures and positions in my interaction. <laughs> okay. And I will tell you, surprisingly enough, because uh, I'm a teacher more than a preacher. Okay. So when it comes time for the homily, the sermon, or whatever you want to call it, I'm in teaching mode. So for years, I've used a blackboard. Today's black, blackboard is, is digital, uh, which is far from the old-fashioned blackboard. Okay. But... But uh, I injured my back uh, five months ago in the gym, and I had to use a cane for a couple of months, and now I'm healed and moving without the cane. But I actually had to sit down on the stage in order to minister. And one of my media people said, you know, if we remove the podium, it will be a better opting. So I removed the podium. So it's been a couple months that I've been sitting in a chair on the stage without a podium, a little small table next to me with a bottle of water, and speaking to the congregation. Well, the feedback is they love it. They feel that there's no barrier between us. Well, it's interesting, and very practically I'm asking, because we were over at Green Valley Country Club, which is next to the station here, which is where the event is, and... They have a certain amount of staging, but depending on whether you, you know, kind of pace left to right or whether you kind of stand behind a lectern or now if we, if you want to get us a nice comfy chair with that setup, we can arrange for that too. But it makes a difference how we're going to arrange the room. So you, <laughs> does, it, does the chair? Uh, I, will be, I will be requiring a nice high stool or high chair, and that would be fine. 
I used to walk and pace and do all of that, and my camera people used to complain all the time, <laughs> and now they're very happy. Yeah, I bet. I bet. Well, we're really looking forward to uh, having you there. It's going to be a great breakfast and an opportunity for folks to network and com- you know just encourage each other. And I think it's helpful too. You've probably seen this where you get a large group of pastors together, and they they also realize they're not alone in this battle, which can feel alone. Yeah, and that's so important because we share so much in common. And I really feel for pastors and and, and leaders because they're down in the trenches, feeling it on the day to day. And I want them to be encouraged as well as equipped and empowered to really appreciate themselves and the value that they bring to the kingdom and the work of God. Too often, pastors can be devalued, and they need to know that they're so important, especially when we're in a world in which people are in an identity crisis, causes them to those things that were established and proven as to whether they're relevant anymore. But the church continues to be relevant throughout time, and we're the ones who represent that. So I'm excited, and I'm looking forward to it. That's great. Anything we can pray for you about in you know, between now and then? I pray that my, my back continues to heal. Okay. <laughs> Even though I'm sitting on a chair. But, you know, uh, this project is one of the big projects that is on our table. It's a $1.2 billion project. Anything like that in the city of New York, you know, there's politics involved, there are agencies involved. So we really want God's favor along the way and his wisdom. Yeah. Is there a way for folks to keep up on that a little bit if they wanted to? Do you post at the the website? If they go to our website, uh, they can go to Urban Living, and uh, they can click on that, and it will take them to a website that they can see all about the project. Okay. And the main site, arbernard.com, they can, uh, it says right there at the intersection of faith and culture, which is what you're talking about with that project uh, in the community. And one last thing before you go, if you have a second, you mentioned the four core principles. I was thinking that also matches up with something we never talked about, and maybe we can do it down the road again. But the four things women want from a man, the, the book that you put out fairly recently Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a whole nother conversation that'll take another half hour, but we will get back to that. That's, That's good. That's interesting. Yeah, because I'm thinking that the folks who are coming, you know, to the pastor's breakfast, maybe you should bring a few copies of that along. Uh, uh, I, pl- I plan to have some copies because it's not just four things women want from a man, but it's four things that people want from a leader. Hmm. And um, those things are very important, whether you're the leader of a nation, a corporation, a family, a ministry, an organization, it doesn't matter. It's what empowers people to follow and submit and support leadership. That's great. Well, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll dedicate some time down the road to go through that a little more thoroughly. But for now, I just want to let people know that it's out there. And it's a privilege talking to you. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you so much. God bless you. God bless you, too. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. Pastor A.R. Bernard, pastor of the Christian Cultural Center, Brooklyn, New York and uh, host of the A.R. Bernard Radio Program, which you can catch every weekday afternoon, 3 till 3.30 on WFIL. And looking forward to having him be our guest speaker at the upcoming Pastors Appreciation Breakfast. Totally free. Uh, Pastors, you can sign yourself up directly. And if you're not a pastor, certainly text or send a note or just uh, on to church this weekend. Stop by and say, hey, get signed up for this Appreciation Breakfast, because that's really what it is, a chance to appreciate the hard work you're doing, uh, and, you know, time of worship, great food, conversation, workshops. The whole thing is free. It's for you. We 
We do it each year. It's a very fulfilling and rewarding time and encouraging encouraging time, too. Again, details right in our homepage for all that, WFIL.com. Short break, and then we're going to come back and feature a song from the brand-new Michael W. Smith album called Awaken. We'll give you some info on that, and we'll give a copy of that away. Have our toll-free number ready at 800-560-WFIL for that 800-560-9345. You'll need that in just a couple of moments on WFIL. Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM560 WFIL and WFIL.com. It's 449 in the Tim DeMoss Show, AM560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Might be kind of hard to find somebody who doesn't know who Michael W. Smith is if you're a music fan, or especially if you're a Christian music fan, but if you don't know, that's okay. He has been around for uh, 35 years now. He's had 32 number one songs he's written. He's won three Grammy Awards, 45 Dove Awards, uh, was inducted into the Gospel Music Hall of Fame, sold more than 15 million albums over the years. So he's been around for a while and he's done a lot. But more than just all that, he has done a lot in addition to the music itself. For example, he opened up a place called Rocket Town which is a safe haven for young people in Tennessee uh, to meet and find hope. It's a place where you can hang out and where uh, the gospel is uh, available. It's just uh, trying to reach this generation on their terms. He's also raised funds to battle AIDS in Africa and uh, many other things. So uh, we're glad to know that he has a new record out. It's called Awaken. And the story behind this, I'm going to play a song for you. Uh, this, I guess it was last summer, near the end of the summer, he had a concert in Nashville, and it was a, a really quite a sight. There was a multiracial crowd, multi-denominational, multi-generational, 14,000 people in attendance. C.C. Winans uh, joined Michael for this evening, and they recorded it, and now it's on this album, Awaken. So on here are a number of songs you will know, whether they're songs Michael wrote himself or is doing, like a Reckless Love is not a song that he himself wrote, but it's on the album. And it's 13 songs. And uh, so I just want to play a, a play this for you. We're actually hoping to have Michael on the program uh, in the near future. But in the meantime, we do have copies of the new CD to give away. So let's play one of the songs now. Uh, this is his version of On You Stay. There are a lot of other artists who have done it over the years, including Third Day. This is Michael's version from that concert last August, and it's on the Awaken CD. This is the version you would have should you win this CD, which we'll give away after the song is played. Sit back, enjoy, worship, and be encouraged. This is On You Stay, Michael W. Smith, and this new Awaken CD, WFIL.
Amen. Five sixty WFIL on you stay for Michael W. Smith CD Awaken just came out a couple of weeks ago. You want to win a copy? I have one here. I'm willing to let you have it, just like I let Joe have it every day. Yeah, go on, spread out. 800-560-9345. 800-560-WFIL. Give a quick call if you like. Be happy to uh, get your name and info down and mail this out to you uh, tomorrow. So hopefully you'll have it in just a couple of days and can enjoy the entire album. Again, it's called Awaken, The Surrounded Experience. Michael talked about it in terms of um, saying the night was beautiful. I remember thinking this is what heaven will look like, a picture of unity with all the colors, ethnicities, denominations, and ages joined together in worship. Hello, WFIL. Yeah, what's your name? Angela. And where are you from, Angel? From Philadelphia, North Philly. Hallelujah, and it's my birthday. It's your birthday. (laughs) Happy birthday. Yes, yes. we're going to celebrate. We're happy. Hallelujah. We're happy for you. I'm more happy. (laughs) Well, yeah, I guess you are. Congratulations. Thanks for listening in. I'll, uh put you on hold here and Joe will get your information. Anything you're doing for your birthday today? Anything special? No, but I'm going to, it starts tomorrow, so I'm going to be praising the Lord all weekend. Okay, well that's a good start because that's really kind of a head start on heaven, isn't it? Yeah, I'm going to get <laughs> drunk in the Holy Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> hold on one second and we'll get your info. Congratulations and happy birthday. Uh, Michael W. Smith as well about this Awakened CD that says the Surrounded Experience. He adds, uh, besides the fact that it was a very diverse group and really what heaven will be like, he says, I actually don't think the night really ended. Something happened in our city, in Nashville, which is where the CD was recorded. I do believe something shifted. I've had a lot of pastors and spiritual leaders say to me they've never seen a more unified front uh, ever, and they think that stemmed from what happened during the concert. It really is a beautiful thing. It's something we try and do at WFIL with the conversations we're doing with some of the songs we throw in, uh, because the reality is the the body of Christ is diverse. And uh, John three sixteen says, you know, for God so loved the world, He gave His one and only Son, that whosoever, not just one kind of person, but whosoever believes in Him, should not perish, but have eternal life. What a promise, John three sixteen. Going to turn things over now to uh, Jim Maxim, Acts 413 Ministries, and then Truth for Life with Alistair Begg. Have a wonderful evening. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.